Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to JoJo's Journey. This is JoJo. Uh, today I wanted to talk about the concept of value. Most often we attach that concept to a monetary or fiscal uh, definition. So if we think about the value of the US dollar, uh, we are comparing it to the other foreign currencies and depending on those currencies will determine the worth of that dollar whether it be strong or weak in comparison to you know a given currency foreign currency so that's one aspect of um, value another one is when we're taking the basic principles economic principles of supply and demand you think about the pandemic that is occurring in the very beginning there were certain products that were in demand for instance sanitizers uh, cleaning supplies as well as uh, protective equipment uh, they started to become in increased demand and as a result the supply was limited and anyone who wanted to capitalize that use those basic laws, uh, princi economic principles of supply and demand, and as a result, increase the price. And in some cases, even price gouge some of those products. And it didn't stop people. They still wanted to pay that amount regardless because of the supply and demand. So that's, you know, increase the value of those products because of that, because of the need. Another aspect of value uh, has to do with wages. If you think about, you know, what's one person's wage, how it's different from another, will depend on the type of work, uh, the complexity of that work, as well as the number of years of experience and level of education. So what one person's wage is not the same as another, taking into account those um, factors. Another one we want to think about when we think about value is time. Time is valuable if you think about it because it can never be stopped and it can never be rewinded as well as it can never be replaced. So you value your time and try to make sure that it's worth your time because you know it's you know it's has a very high set of value and so those are things that are um, concepts that we can quantify and put numbers to and and kind of put input and then you know it will determine an output if you will and it's easy to quantify those things and 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 you know um, limited or or see where you need more of it because there's something that you can gauge with. Self-worth or how you value yourself is more challenging because you can't really quantify self-worth. It's difficult to quantify that. It's more of a quality measurement. And quality is difficult to measure, especially internal how you uh, qualify yourself, how you see yourself, or, or how you see your self-worth. It's very difficult to 
I'll put a number to it and engage. So, you know, there are certain things that I've learned in my own experiences that kind of help me make sure that I'm putting my self-worth on check or making sure that I don't compromise my self-worth. You know, when we deal with uh, difficult um, situations or sometimes difficult people, extended family, um, you know, we kind of grant exceptions uh, for for these people or these situations. And it comes to the point where these exceptions kind of take a toll on us. And so we have to be mindful of that if we are feeling or we are um, checking in on ourselves and saying, you know what, is this making me feel less of a person? <laughs> you know, is this making me feel bad about myself? You know, with relationships or interactions with people, yes, there's such a thing as compromise, and that's healthy for any given relationship to work. However, what you have to remember is that if it comes to the point where it's subsequent um, compromise and you feel like it's more you compromising most often, then you are at that point over-compromising to the point where you're self-doubting and you are not prioritizing your self-worth. And in that sense, it's, you know, it causes you to devalue yourself. So when it comes to monetary time, um, wages and, you know, um, and uh, products, it's easy to know if it has value or no value because those are external things but when it comes to internal knowing your self-worth and knowing your own value it's the internal and that's always hard to check in on because you don't always say stop let me think about my internal feeling at this moment sometimes we've gone to the point where we're kind of trained to go a certain route or a certain um rituals that we forget to check in on the inner um, so that's something we need to be mindful of and that when we are compromising we have to make sure that we're not over compromising and we're not justifying to the point where we're making excuses making excuses leads to allowing bigger allowances or uh bigger room for these people or situations to kind of take over us and to take over, you know, how we value ourselves or see our self-worth. It's, it's hard to be mindful of that. But if you set yourself in a way that you're going to always kind of check in with yourself and go, you know what, how is this making me feel? You know, um, it's hard. And you know, you want to be able to understand the situation and try to f remember or go through or process how it's making you feel to kind of help you kind of navigate further interactions or similar interactions with other people and, and you know, how to go from there. So you have to give yourself value. You have to give yourself self-worth. 
You have to know and understand your own worth so that you can kind of use that as a bearing on what you will and will not accept. I always kind of, if I'm ever troubled or thinking, oh my God, am I overthinking this? You know, there are certain litmus tests that I kind of employ. And one of them is, I think about it as if a friend was telling me he or she was in the situation. And what would I tell this friend? Would I tell them, oh, no, this is, no, that's not right. Or, oh, no, that's that's something you shouldn't put up with, you know. That's usually for me, like, well, why is it different? If I can give that advice to my friend, why can't I do, you know, take that on my own? And it's hard. It's hard to take your own um, advice. You know, most often we're the best advice givers, but we're the worst when it comes to ourselves. So we have to take it upon ourselves to kind of see ourselves as our own friend and if I'm going to tell this to the friend, then I should be telling this to myself. Because you know what? You have to be friends with yourself as well. You have to be able to like yourself. You have to be able to look at yourself in the mirror and say, and accept you. And not have any buts, you know, ifs, ands, or buts. But more accepting of yourself and understanding what you're worth and knowing your value and if anyone tries to compromise that, that's when you have to say, you know what, you have to be your own advocate and kind of be able to navigate that situation better. So, you know, if you find yourself in a situation that makes you doubt yourself, it makes you devalue yourself, that's more than likely a situation you don't want to be in. You want to be able to foster things that make you feel good about yourself. You want to be able to foster uh, internalizing good habits, good thinking, good um, outlook. And speaking of foster, what also can help is fostering healthy relationships. And, um, you know, you don't want to look at it that oh, I want to be with people that make me feel good about myself because that's when you see your self-worth. No, that helps keep you uh, being able to value yourself, but it needs to start from within. You have to be mindful of, on your own recognizance, what makes you feel good and what makes you doesn't make you feel good and then you go from there and then you surround yourself with those people that will help encourage that because you don't want to base your happiness you don't want to base your value on another person because that's not healthy if that person is there or not there will judge how you value yourself that's not very effective is it so you just have to be aware of that too you know as you're fostering people that will, or healthy relationships that build you, you also have to be able to create boundaries on the ones that you know won't value you or um, won't help you see your own self-worth. So there are certain people you can or cannot avoid, right? And sometimes 
unfortunately the ones that you cannot avoid are the going to be the ones that you have to learn how to deal with you know sometimes what you tell yourself oh you know their family their extended family uh, were taught to kind of just grin and bear it and that isn't healthy because if you go back to what I was telling you if a friend was telling you this you would tell your friend no you shouldn't put up with that you also need to look at it like this if they weren't your family your extended family and they were doing this and they were just a mere acquaintance or friend you would more than likely most oftentimes terminate <laughs> that friendship so you know and and it you don't want to be abrupt about it you know you don't want to just um say okay you can't just say you're not my family anymore because you can't or you're not my friend anymore you know sometimes you can't avoid that so you just have to be able to create those boundaries and know I can only go this amount with this person, you know, because you've heard that term, I can only take them in small doses. Well, yeah, you can also employ that with certain individuals. Um, you know, sometimes they could be your extended family. So just be aware of that, that you can create boundaries and then, you know, you're doing this to not keep them out, but to keep you from going outside what you want to be. You know, you want to be a better version of yourself. And if you find yourself becoming not good or to the point where you're feeling bad about yourself, that's not a situation you want to be in. So those are like certain litmus tests I use or employ. Um, you got to be careful too because some people think that when you are valuing your self-worth that you're being selfish. Another litmus test I use for that is number one, being knowing your self-worth and being selfish are two different things. When you're being selfish, you are only thinking of yourself to the point where other people are being hurt. When you are valuing your self-worth, you are thinking about yourself, but not in the process of hurting other people. So, you know, there's, there's, two diff there's a distinction that needs to be made. You're not being selfish when you're thinking about your value or your self-worth. Two different things. You're not hurting somebody else by valuing yourself unless it's to the point where you do something because you're going to hurt someone then you know that's being selfish so just be aware of that because some people will say no I don't want to do that because that's too I'm being selfish that's not the same thing so be careful of that and and be mindful of that you know uh so successful people excuse me often you know are say that there are certain things that enable you to be or keep being successful and one of those foremost things is to know your self-worth and that you won't settle or compromise to the point where you are giving of yourself to the point where it's it's a bad thing you know you want to be able to know your self-worth you want to be able to create boundaries you want to be able to foster healthy relationships as well as behaviors because it helps you advance forward and upward.
you know, there's a famous guy, um, Warren Buffett. If you don't know of him, um, he's basically a billionaire, even more than a billionaire. He's a gajillionaire, if that's even a word. But, um, you know, he's, he's very known for investments and stocks, and he actually owns the Berkshire Company, which is another um, financial institution. And so um, he has, he's not only um, a genius when it comes to money and making money and keeping money and doubling money, but he's also a genius in a way that he's actually pretty emotionally intelligent. He's, he's known for these anecdotes that are like, huh, it kind of ties finance with, um, uh, interpersonal uh, skills as well and one of the quotes that he says is price is what you pay value is what you get so remember how in the very beginning I was talking about uh, putting quantity to things and it's easy to gauge because it can be quantified and it can have um, numbers to it and how your self-worth is harder because it's quality more than, you know, you can't really put a, a price on it. But value is what you get. Value meaning how you feel about a situation. You are trying to promote your self-worth and in doing that, it's understanding what means more to you, what makes you feel good, and what makes you value yourself. It's, it's a, a thing that you need to keep practicing. It allows you to, when you do this, it allows you to know yourself better, and it helps you to know how to navigate better certain uncomfortable situations, uncomfortable uh, people. And if you stay the course, you'll realize that, you know, if you standardize this with everyone, you don't grant exceptions, you know, it helps you be consistent and it helps you have less incidences of where you are compromising yourself to the point where you don't, de you devalue yourself. So just wanted to put that out there. I hope this helps you. It's helped me. A lot in the past and it's something that I continue to practice and hope to get better at okay so that pretty much concludes today's podcast about value I know you're so tired of that word by now but um, hopefully in my examples you're able to kind of conceptualize that better into your own life and hopefully that'll help you okay all right, thanks for tuning in to JoJo's Journey. It's been wonderful. Uh, today's our, actually our 10th episode. Happy 10th anniversary, or 10th episodary. Um, yeah, so looking forward to many more. Uh, hope you have a good week ahead. Take care of yourselves, everyone. This is JoJo from JoJo's Journey. Have a good one.
anymore.